0: Football is finally back. My friends at Scana Energy can help you save when you fire up the grill for game day. Right now, receive up to $100 when you sign up for the 36-month fixed rate. Call now, one 877 Scana or visit scanaenergy.com/slash slash 100. Additional terms and conditions may apply. What the bleep is this? And now, it's time for FinCast. Boom shakalaka. Wide receiver
1: and fan favorite Brian in is talking Dirty Bird football. Powered by Scana Energy, the official natural gas partner of the Atlanta Falcons. Looking for
0: Finneran who leaps into the air, a touchdown.
1: FinCast starts now.
2: All right, Falcons fans, another week. Another heartbreaking loss to the Angles. Son of a bitch. You are listening to FinCast here on the Podcast Park, brought to you by Scan Energy, the official natural gas provider of the Atlanta Falcons, alongside the great B. Fin 86 Brian Finnerin. I'm Tyler Nelson. B. Fin.
0: Ouch! Ouch! No no other way to put it. Um, An unbelievable performance for three quarters for (laughs) for by Atlanta Falcons. Best
2: best team in history for three Three quarters. That's that that is the Falcons. uh, I mean, stop me if you've heard this one before, right?
0: Just stabbed you right in the heart, man. I drove around this week thinking about that loss and just how bad it hurt. You had a chance to do something really special for this franchise, for this city, for this fan base, and you screwed it up once again. And it just it hurt so bad. Not just because it was the New Orleans Saints. Because you gave up another huge lead in the fourth quarter, you did so many things good throughout the course of that ball game, and just to
2: unexplicably start doing them wrong.
0: It's just so hard to and take, we'll, man.
2: We'll get to those, but give me a couple positives first, and sure. not just the general obvious. Yeah, they looked like world beaters almost for three
0: quarters. So offensive line opening yes. up holes for the running backs. Cordell Patterson over 120 yards on 22 great. carries looked fantastic. Marcus Mariota in the shotgun did some really nice things. Mm-hmm. 72 yards himself. Mm-hmm. Bad fumble down in the red zone. I'm going to leave that alone for a second. Yeah. Um really nice job by the Falcons with their formations, their shifts, their motions, really confusing and all insane defense that had only given up 300-yard rushers yeah, in the last some disguise
2: blitzes and
0: 100%. So they did a great job with that. Uh, on the other side of the of the field defensively, four sacks. I mean, we had 18 all of last year. So you already got, you know, almost a quarter of yep. the way there. Yeah. Uh, Grady Jarrett looked phenomenal. Guys flying around making plays.
2: I mean the whole uh, the whole D line. I heard their names called: Evicati, mm-hmm. Rush, uh, Michael Walker, Lorenzo Carter. Got in there coming from uh, from linebacker position. I, I, it was defensively they were great, and I thought the secondary was fantastic. Um, Richie Grant, I thought had it. He, we hear his name called multiple times. I thought he had a great game. We talked about him specifically last week.
0: Jalen Hawkins, number thirty two, flew around. Jalen as well.
2: Hawkins looked good. J.J. Terrell, of course, and then was just, yeah. just that the the one we were, who knows what the hell. Uh, Casey Hayward was doing on that one with Michael Thomas over the top. but
0: They just, uh, I don't want to get too technical, they did it, they gave, well, it was... Um, Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry, thank you. He it was, a, it was a soft two-man, and he just let Jarvis run by him, and what they did is they pressured the safety with an inside seam route, yeah. and the safety, it was Grant. Richie Grant. Richie Grant couldn't get all the way over the top and make a play on the ball because he didn't have time, and, and um, Casey Hayward let him get a free release, so really frustrating to get that 40-yard bomb up to that situation and let them get down the field.
2: And, you know, the four-play march on the field nonwithstanding, what to me it looked like from the layman f- fan point of yeah. view, it looked like they just took the foot off the brake and, and went to prevent decent. Foot off the gas. Foot off the gas. What did I say? Foot off the brake. Mm-hmm. Jesus, Tyler, foot off, <laughs> foot off. They took the foot off the gas and went to this prevent defense. And then, and I didn't catch it in the moment. I later heard these were sick. this backup dudes. Were play- Why? What is the? I mean, for Dean Piece to be so vocal about this isn't good enough. This isn't acceptable. To then just go,
0: all right, foot off the gas. You know, once you go, hurry up offensively. It limits what you can do defensively. You get guys stuck on the field that you may want right. out there. They just got a little too soft for my liking and gave up big plays after big plays. And the touch, two touchdowns of Michael Thomas were great catches. The de- they the, really
2: were. Great, great throws, AJ great Terrell, catches. Yeah,
0: good throws and just throws a little there, bit of luck. The, yeah. A great football player, Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. Big strong hands, big body, and they stung you late, man. It was, it was as bad as it gets. And then you have a fourth and one decision with about a minute and a half left. They decide to punt. They think their defense can hold. Yeah. They don't. They give up. A couple of plays, and then, and then the the field goal by Lutz to win it, and it's just absolutely heartbreaking. I I,
2: I don't I'm not mad at the, tr- the the decision to punt there, but I will echo something I heard Matt Turnoff say the other day. As soon as we saw him punt, I knew we were going to lose. Yep, that's the
0: feeling we have as Falcon fans, and <laughs>
2: with empirical evidence to support it. That's exactly. Um, right. the thing I think that made me the most angry over all of it was Arthur Smith's response post game. To, to come out and like yell at the media, like, oh, you've already predetermined and it's like, it's media's fault. And like, dude, w- w- did you just watch the fourth quarter? I mean, th- how did we? Yeah, he <laughs> the, backed the-
0: off of that a little bit, but he was super salty right after the game and came out firing at the media and said that we had him ranked 45th in 32 team league. He just, he lost his mind a little bit. He's a salty character, uh, especially when you lose a game like that. And, and it wasn't his best moment. And I think he realized that the next day. When he addressed the media, uh,
2: I don't know. The, I can't remember the uh, the movie it's from, but there's a quote: "To be crazy, you got to be rich." Hmm. And it's kind of be to interesting to to be Belichick, to be that like kind of gro- to be that kind of eccentric character. I think you gotta you gotta f and win, yeah. And and not just they didn't just lose; it was just a uh, yeah. I
0: don't know. No, if you want to act that way, you better win football games. Exactly, no exactly.
2: Why don't we get to our new <laughs> new segment, Fin
0: Cash? Cash money.
2: And now joining us on FinCast this week, since it's now apparently an official segment on FinCast, is the great Gordini. Gordo, welcome
0: to uh, FinCast.
1: Thanks for having me. Good morning.
0: Go ahead. Straight out of his basement in uh, John's Creek, is that correct? (laughs) That's
1: correct. The big three, zero, zero,
2: two, two.
0: Uh, Just telling Tyler a minute ago, not only um, are you a... knowledgeable gambler, betting expert, yes, you'll be our betting expert for the next two weeks unless of course this goes terribly wrong and then you'll be, <laughs> you'll be fired immediately but we're going to need some winners at some point here in the next couple of weeks which we'll get from you in just a second but I was just telling Tyler we, uh, we also are in the horse business now.
1: That's right. That's right. And we're very proud of it, too.
2: Yeah, I've known Phil a good couple years now, and um, I thought, I mean, I know his Social Security number and, you know, what side of the bed he sleeps on and everything, but I did not know he owns a horse.
1: Well, you know, we try to keep it under wraps because we want our (laughs) horses to perform well, so we kind of had a couple scrimmages to start, so... As soon as our uh, horses get some wind under their uh, under their legs, then we'll let the public know how we're doing.
0: There you go. Show them the lights. We'll race Saturday night at Gulfstream down in Florida, cool. I believe. And then um, undrafted free agent is another one that's in, in the works as well, getting some scrimmages in.
2: Well, and I hope for the horse's sake that unlike its owner, that they, they don't have any knee problems. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the great Gordini, what are our games? What are the lines you like? Give us the give us the uh, the juicy I don't know bet. the bet what, what, what your games are
1: the first one which is the automatic I just want to let you guys know we've been riding this for over two years and it's proven us successful it's always always when you go to your board is take the Akron game you must bet against Akron every week so <laughs> it's going to be a hefty number Tennessee is at home against Akron that line's going to be big it's going to be forty seven don't let it scare you Jesus oh, kind of Christ good and actually, Akron's best quarterback is now the backup quarterback at Georgia Tech. So that tells you where they're at. Mm-hmm. So shout out! Actually, shout out to uh, Johns Creek football program. There, Zach Gibson was the old quarterback at, uh, at Johns Creek. He's now the backup at, at Georgia Tech. A few seconds. He's so. an Akron guy. He is.
0: I, I know uh, Mr. Gibson and uh, his son. Got a chance to meet them a few times. Gets a great opportunity to back up Jeff Sims at Georgia Tech and. You know, the hope is Jeff has a great season and you don't need to go to the backup but God forbid mm-hmm. if you do they're in good hands with uh, the young Gibson
1: hundred percent and that and that's why Akron lost a good one there so you gotta you got to take Tennessee at home all right my second one with a little research is you know chip Kelly's really trying to keep a job out there in Los Angeles right and with that that declining uh, pac 12 and pack 10 whatever you want to call them they're out there just trying to I guess trying to score points to keep a job so they got South Alabama. South Alabama's taking a long trip out to uh, out to the Rose Bowl. West Side. And and, uh, <laughs> and I got a total of fifty nine and a half. I think that goes Jeez. over the total, boys. Um, UCLA the last two games have put up forty five points each. And believe it or not, South Alabama's got offense. I don't know how much defense they have, but they put up forty eight against Nichols State, and they put up thirty eight against Central Michigan. So I'm looking at a basketball score out there. So it'd take the over at
2: 59 and a half.
0: I love it. I've heard some good things about UCLA. A lot of returners, a lot of like super seniors with COVID and everything. So – they got a team that can put up some points. All right. All
2: right. Let's get some fucking NFL numbers. Oh, here, easy,
0: huh? easy. Please don't oh. yell. At <laughs> again. Let's
2: give you one more college. All
0: man. right, all right. right.
2: The bookies
1: can't handicap the college, so just let, let me let me make the public some money, and then we'll go over to a, a homer pick in the NFL. Let's do it. So, all right. So here, here's a ride I want you to ride for a little bit until the until the experts get it right. K-State is very talented this year, okay? Mm -hmm. they got a coach out there, Chris Kleiman. He came from, uh, I believe it was North Dakota State. He's got four national championships under his belt. He's got that team rocking and rolling, that great running back out there. I think the running back is Vaughn. He's already got close to 300 yards rushing. That line is 14, but I want you to do something the bookies will allow you to do. I want you to buy a half point down, make it 13 and a half. Never – Never sit on a on a push number. It's seven fourteen three. Always try to buy a point. But I like K State against Tulane. I think K State's got their got their act together, well disciplined, and that's that's actually free money. So I'm I'm telling you right now, take take Tennessee, take over in the UCLA game, take K State, and enjoy the great Gordini's ride. Um, <laughs> Okay. I, I don't know, Finn. If you have any uh, any uh, backstory on K State, but I think that's uh, a the, program that's. I
0: on K-State. I don't know enough about K State to even think about it. I know yeah. Tulane's not been very good of late, but um, we're going to ride with you. I love the information about the half a point. Get off that push and get yeah, it down to thirteen and a half.
2: Yeah, I've never never heard that piece of advice. So, all right, FinCast is
0: mainly about the NFL. So, give us your NFL pick of the week. All it's right. early. It's early because we're recording this on a Wednesday, so we're going to have to deal right. with the repercussions
1: right all right so that being said i gotta go with buffalo at home they're opening opening game in orchard park down there in buffalo against a very struggling tennessee titans team i think you got to take buffalo minus 10 i think that line actually should be 14 oh I, so wow. i i think buffalo i've been i've been to many buffalo games the, those fans know oh, what yeah. they're doing their players react to their fans Week one, there's no way I'd bet against Buffalo this week. No way.
0: There you go. There's our guy, the great Gordini. Tennessee, minus 47. UCLA, the over in the totals for those both those teams. Kansas State, minus 13.5, buying it down half a point. And the Buffalo Bills continue their role, minus 10 against the yeah, Tennessee I like that Titans.
2: I like the bet, too. What do you think with the Falcons? What's that line, oh, 10?
0: Is it still 10? 10.5, I thought, yep. Yeah,
1: they, they gave a lot last week. I don't know how much they have left in the tank. They, they gave a lot. But, I, I listen, I believe in them. Yeah, you know, I, I believe in our rise up in our home, our home team. So uh, let's, let's, good man. let's let's have them cover. I don't know if they win, but let's let's have them cover. That's, the that's, cover. that's all feeling right
0: there. All right, Gordo, we appreciate your time today, and hopefully have you back next week to continue your winning ways and making the public some cash money.
2: Greg Gordini on FinCash. Thank you for joining us, sir. Thank you, guys. Good luck, to everybody. Thanks. Bye. All right, well, uh, Gordo's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, the great Gordini, good friend great of Gordini. mine for a long time, has been. Busted my balls to get here on a podcast or on the air. <laughs> I said, let's just take baby steps here. I'll let yeah. you get on the podcast. See how you do. So he gave us his picks. He knows you know, his shit, too. He knows, he knows gambling. He knows situational uh, sports, betting, and everything else. So hopefully he can give our listeners some winners. What
2: uh, Do you know how, what platform he uses? Is, is he using one of those legal ones, or does he find uh, his own? Uh, there's own? a good mm, chance yeah, he yeah. does not. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right, the great Gordini. We'll see him uh, next week on FinCash on FinCast. All right. Well, looking ahead, so we don't have to ruminate too too much longer on that awful loss, heartbreaking loss. Uh, we have, the, as we were just talking about with Gordo, uh, the Falcons on the road in L. A. The Rams coming off a loss to Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I have my one path to win. I don't. Like, I'd like to know if it's the same as yours. Go ahead. What what is well, the, if we win? What how is it happening?
0: Well, you run the football effectively again, but you also defensively you affect Matthew Stafford. He Bingo. threw three interceptions against Buffalo. Do we have the same Buffalo defense and no. defensive line? Hell no, we don't, but the way they played, the way they affected Jameis Winston gives you some hope that maybe, just maybe, you can affect Matthew Stafford. Mm -hmm. He's got the elbow issue that he's not really concerned about, but maybe affect him a little bit. They sacked him seven times. They forced three interceptions, so I think you got to get to Stafford to shut this team down because they got some great guys on the others. That was
2: exactly mine, is that with, with, I think the number I saw was pressured on 30% of his passes. That's a lot. And seven sacks, I don't think we're getting that, but... It just again, going back to what we saw out of our defensive line and linebacking core last week, I'm optimistic at least, sure, at least somewhat. I totally agree. I mean, these are the Super Bowl champs, so I'm not expecting. Yeah, but, but they're <laughs> also
0: not world beaters. No, they're they're a really good football team. Yeah. They're talented. Aaron, Donald's Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald coming off the side, right? Coming off everywhere. He's yeah. coming off the interior, exterior, He's inside, outside. He can do it all. So that's that's a big concern for Marcus Mariota in this run game, but. Number one, and uh, they have to do it, is affect Matthew Stafford.
2: Well, and on the offensive side of the ball, for me, what I think we absolutely have to see if She did, did not this—I'm going to get um, Kyle Pitts put on a milk carton. I mean, where was he last? So,
0: he had seven targets, zero in the red zone, which is concerning. You don't draft a guy like that fifth overall right. and not use him. They used him a lot last year, broke some records as a rookie tight end, mm-hmm. and had two catches for, I believe, 19 yards in the last game, and I think Arthur Smith mentioned how good he did in the running game and blocking guys. It's like, that's nice, but yeah. we really don't. That's not what we're looking for. That's like you...
2: saying Julio, is, we're not passing Julio because he draws people away. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, cool. That's exactly. not, does, That doesn't. You
0: know. Use your weapons, attack them, focus on them, especially in the red zone. I think he and Drake London both were o for as far as targets are concerned in the red zone. So get your best players in position to make plays for you, especially mm-hmm. when you get down by the goal line.
2: Again, did too much time on last week, but I thought Drake London had a great game. And if we can, ex- if we see that from him, just semi consistently, whatever, that he's going to have a great rookie no season. No question.
0: Five catches. Gosh, I don't have the exact. I think it was it close to sixty or seventy yards. Um, did a nice job. Good route running. And he was coming off uh, four weeks of doing nothing. Yeah, he hurt that yeah. knee. Had a little scope or he something. He Certainly didn't look like it. No, he looked great. So um, that was that was good to see him looking good.
2: All right. So the line is ten. Do you think? Uh, do you think? That the great Gordini's, right, you think they cover?
0: I think they can. I think what they showed us last week, the grit and determination and, and fight. Uh, we interviewed Grady Jarrett this week in mm-hmm. the locker room, which we do every Tuesday morning at 8.30 if you want to tune in to 680 The Fan and listen to us in the locker room. Grady Jarrett will join us and talk about the game that took place, and he was he was optimistic about moving forward. He knows that they let one slip away. But, but he looked fantastic, he too. He did. He did. He's fired up. He's ready to go. And he's got guys around him now that can yeah. play a little bit more. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Well, um, I'm with you. I think that that's that was that was my Let's point coming in. Let's
0: get the cover. In. Let's root for a win and hopefully get the cover <laughs> exactly. for, for root the great for a win and,
2: and for for the great Gordini's sake. All right, Finn. You know, not a great start to the season in a certain sense, but I, I it did leave us cause for optimism. I think as uh, as Falcons fans, I think that we might have a better team than we were probably thought we we're going to. Um, maybe we'll win more than we thought we were going to.
0: No doubt. You we got,
2: got one final thought or anything before we go? I do.
0: Add this to FinCash. You should have done it earlier. We'll do it, we'll do it now. That's all right. No. I'm um, not going to edit it back in. No, no no, <laughs> no, no. No, no, Do not. So my two FinCash bets this week, I'll take the Falcons again to cover the ten yep. and a half. And the Colts got screwed last week. The things they did, Indianapolis Colts up and down the field, 517 yards of offense to 299 for Houston. Oy. But two turnovers, mm-hmm. a fourth down and two at the goal line where they got stuffed. Uh, a I didn't get game, to watch the game, so A missed sure, game-winning game field goal at the end. Wouldn't have covered, but they at least would have won the game. Colts are at Jacksonville. Colts are minus four, and I think they absolutely roll this oh, week. Oh, yeah, I think so too. So, Colts. I'm absolutely South with you on that,
2: and well, that, so there was a missed field goal at the end of the game, and then they cut Rodrigo Blankenship, our yeah. our lo- local boy, dog. Uh, yeah,
0: hero for Georgia for a win. great kick. So he is out of the league as it stands right now, but. I feel like he's too good of kicker to be out too now. Yeah, two-man.
2: it's not the uh, Robert Aguayo from FSU situation. I don't oh, think. Oh <laughs> my
0: goodness!
2: <laughs> all right, Finn. Well, um, I'm hoping you are right about all that and not just cover, but actually let's win. Let's go get a win. Um, and if if nothing else, I want to see more of that progress and see what we have for this team building in the future. Falcons at Rams in LA at what four o'clock? That's exactly this right. Sunday. Uh, go, Dirty Birds, and, and we'll go. see you next week on Finncast. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into Fincast, brought to you by Scana Energy, the official natural gas partner of the Atlanta Falcons. Fincast is hosted by Brian Finneran, co hosted and executive produced by Tyler Nelson. If you'd like to reach out to the show, email Tyler at Tyler at 68 of the fan.com. Fincast is hosted by 68 of the Fan on the podcastpark.com and is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Opening and closing music by Atlanta band Gringo Star and their song I Will Not Follow. Thanks for tuning into Fincast. We'll see you next week.
0: Son of a bitch.